the third episode, amazingly enough, of uh, of the anime podcast No Wall Scroll is what I'm calling it now. Um, and I'm here um, with my this. suggestion of the Centara Power Hour um, did not did not really get far enough. Unfortunately. It, it was it it was very very appealing, but um, I, I worried that people would think it was a Centaro centric show, and then I wouldn't. Which like these that. episodes are right, like yeah, of know. course. The four episodes in which we cover Kids on the Slope, it's mainly Centauro. But, but the Centauro cinematic universe is very uh, small at the current unfortunately moment. Unfortunately limited. We I expect I expect there'll be more. Um, yeah, I mean, Disney's going to buy the rights any day now. Um, <laughs> Can't wait for Centauro to be in Smash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, we're back. We're, we're here to talk more Centauro, which we absolutely will, because just a great character. Um but yeah, we're going to be talking about episodes four to six of the of the Kids on the Slope. Uh, Piss, how are you, Andrew? How are you? What's what's going on? I'm I'm doing what I'm doing okay. Um, that's the, good. The the Dora Hadora anime is out, so like that that's great. That how's that been? See, it would have had to have been truly fucking terrible for me not to go like, yeah, Kaiman's on the big screen and his voice actor's great, and it's <laughs> and it's good. Like I know a lot of people were worried that's like ah, the character models are all CG. And you do see that and like that does crop up in a few scenes where like when the characters are tiny, you can see some like jankiness of the motions. But like yeah. all the backgrounds are great. Dora Dora is great. You're going to read the manga. It's going to be yep. great. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm glad to hear it because I know I talked to you about um, like Netflix being weird about putting out translations. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I actually wasn't able to watch the episode. Right. Like legally, I, you just, I, could I mean, never... you just watched it. You watched it without English translations. Yeah, like I, I flew to Japan to watch it. Um, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that we had the. I forgot that it was on Netflix. Shit. Yeah, the Netflix, Netflix as the most incredible licensor. I don't like. There are shows that are completely finished that they just haven't put out any episodes for. Like B Stars is done. Like the second season got announced. That's so strange. Yeah, and they just won't put it out. Yeah, it's I'm like, I'm sure there's some plan around it and their fucking algorithm says like, no, no, no. The best way to do it is put out two episodes, wait seven (laughs) months, put out six, wait three weeks, put out half of one. Like as someone who's like at times like been invested in Netflix shows and like had them come out like that. I can't imagine there's anyone in the world who thinks that's good except for the weird algorithm. Yeah, I just I don't. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I'm glad I don't get it right. Like, you know, I, I miss the old days where the worst things about wanting to watch legal anime was that like Aniplex would license their shit to like max out at 480p. Um, which yeah, is like, which is like really funny looking back at it now. It's like, huh, you can only watch this and like, you know, substandard <laughs> definition on your 4k monitor. But I mean, yeah. they really owned you there. At least they, I, you know, Aniplex has punished me constantly. <laughs> punished piss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get into it. The, you, you revealed to me, and I think this is a nice teaser for, uh, for people following along. You revealed to me that part of the reason, or maybe the, the, the main part of the reason that you suggested this in the first place was because of some of the upcoming episodes. And I can yeah, see none of the episodes in this batch. So, well, you, you know, gotta skip listen this to podcast. Too. Well, no, but, like, uh-huh. it, you can start to see, like, I mean, the, the whole show's really good, but, like, you can start to see the ways that um, it's complicating things. Like, there's yeah. there's a level of complexity outside of just, like, the the not-quite-love quartet 
uh, of the various characters. Like it sort of seemed like that was going to be the limit in the first few episodes. And now it's pretty clear that it is like a lot bigger than that. Yeah, there's 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 a scope here. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, you um, revealed to me since we're doing, you know, revelations. Yeah, revelations. Um, Very cool. That the theme song was stuck in your head, so that's that's how you know it's worked, Trevor. Yeah, I uh, I listened to the I listened to the extended version uh, while I was uh, getting ready uh, for the day. It's a really good song. Yeah, it's, this, uh, it's excellent. Yeah, this is how your YouTube algorithm like it stops having as much right wing <laughs> bullshit, but it does just become a series of anime top tens and football manager videos. We'll get you there. <laughs> the football manager videos are going to take longer, but I have no doubt at this point yeah. they'll get me there. I uh, I actually was talking to a buddy of mine. Um, we were remembering when we were uh, in high school, one of our friends, um, Tom, I don't think Tom listens to this, but if he does, hi, Tom, uh, was really into anime. And uh, and like it was, you know, like he had like a ton of Ranma. Uh, yeah, he did. Under the bed and stuff like that. Like just like definitely old school anime, like mm-hmm. collecting dubs and stuff like that. But he um uh, M, my friend was saying that the first time he uh, went went to Tom's house, the song, the first song he heard coming out of Tom's room, and Tom was a big music head, so like he always had something playing, was mm-hmm. the Gundam Wing theme song. Yo, then, fuck, God, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go, yeah. Tell me about the, this, Trevor. Tell me about the this experience. Thing, but the first thing apparently that he said, this will be, this will, this will take you the other direction, was that Gundam Wing was terrible. So like that was the first. <laughs> so. God, I can't. We can't. Like, we can't talk we about. Can't. We I know, can't talk about be... Mecha shows. That's like the rules, right? We can't talk about Mecha or Magical <laughs> Girls, except for like the very distinct spaces I made for them. But it's gonna come up. Saying the Gundam Wing is bad is just a very closed-minded viewpoint. I'll I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I I um it hearing that again it remind. I mean, it, it sounded right. It, it checked out to like what what would have been said when I was a, a teen. But like, it made me want to revisit uh, Gundam Wing. Which I'll do at some point. I'll finally get into Gundam at some point. Um, I mean, nobody should get into Gundam, but you should absolutely get into, get into Gundam. Gundam. <laughs> Don't do it, but go ahead and do it. Get like get really happy, and then have your heart broken several times. Um, I saw the I saw I saw clips or uh, uh, screen grabs from the uh, Gundam Hello Kitty crossover yeah which i was like i was like oh i should send this to andrew and i was like he, you've seen this before I've, million I've times. Like, I, this isn't new i was dangerously close to buying one of the t-shirts from it um they, they have gunpla of uh, hello kitty i found hell from, yeah from the county yeah, which man. is pretty cool i i already i already own way too many models that i haven't built so oh yeah no i'm not telling you to go buy some but yeah. i was i was surprised to find that it existed it's pretty neat yeah anyway now that now that we've now, gotten that out of our systems, now that we've broken our promises, uh, kids on the slope. Uh, I was pleased. I thought it was cool the way that the show uh, moved on from um, the uh, the kind of I don't know. I don't want to. Um, trying to think of how to say this i don't want to say like it was a cliffhanger necessarily mm-hmm. uh but it moved on from kind of like the weird hanging moment of i mean that, uh, that's that's what it was right it was like hey girl you don't got to tell me how you feel like right now but the show is gonna end right now so <laughs> right um 
Yeah, I mean the I guess like the reason I wouldn't call it a cliffhanger was because like it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the show was really like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? Because it seemed kinda obvious what would happen next is that it's not gonna work out between uh uh Kaoru and um uh Reed. Calling him Kaoru again, this is weird. We have to what, what's I'm, his what how do you Richie. actually say his name? I mean no, oh, you Richie, 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 like, yeah, Richie, it's not gonna work out. Richie. But they keep okay. they, they I feel like they said Kaoru more. His his mom does, yeah. And and, and his dad. And uh, uh, um, Richon does. Yeah. In any case, um, yeah. So, uh, but they—I mean—it's kind of obvious that Richie and she are not going to get together. Like, I think that the 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 show sets that up fairly fairly obviously in like her oh. reaction, right? And it's almost like you've seen the first five minutes of episode four, right? <laughs> um, but like the the like, I feel like the way that episode four kind of opens it up is is nice because it doesn't. It doesn't play around with that at all. It doesn't kind of yeah. like it pays off because it's just like, yeah, look, like she was looking out and he was de- depressed and that was how this ended. And we're not going to go back on that. Like, that's how yeah. episode four is going to start. This isn't well, she won't. She It's yeah. pretty clear what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, well, now what is happening here, Trevor, is we got a fucking Christmas episode. Your favorite. That's right. You love I usually Christmas. hate Christmas episodes, but I liked this one. Ooh, that's good. I. I can't name any like Christmas episodes off the top of my head. Um, so we'll, I guess we, we'll, we can just move on from this great segment I came up with. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so the segment is favorite Christmas episodes. Yeah. Um, again, I'd have to break the Mecca rule and I can't do that. Okay, um, well, we already did once. So once yeah, an episode is two, enough. Well, yeah. Um, uh, we can, so yeah, we we start with Richie and the gang. They're in the middle of a session. You know, uh, Richie's like Richie's in that stage of when you've picked up the new hobby and you're like really into it, but you don't have like the mastery of it that you just fuck up constantly. Yeah. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, how do I make this piano part sound more like jazz? Uh, which just leads to him just like stopping playing. Um, and then in the middle of this, uh, brother John just drops in and goes like, hey, gang, we got a concert. It's at a it's at a Gaijin bar where all the U.S. troops are. Um, and I was real amped. Yeah, they're they're like way into it. And the jazz begins. John just goes up to Richie and is just like, hey, man, do you know fighting games? Just hit the buttons. Just hit the buttons and like when in doubt, you should just hit the buttons. It's about hitting uh, the keys. I loved yeah. that. Uh, yeah, no, that was a, it, it was a really nice moment. Um, um, and yeah, you know, it's, he seems to begin settling down and realizing like, ah, OK, it is really just, you know, I can do this. Um, and speaking of, and, you know, other things he can do is sit on his close homie Centaro to find up out what's going on with his relationship with Eureka. Literally, and, literally sitting on him. Oh, in yeah. Class. Very, um, cool. very, very cool. And then this I like you even predicted this, right? Like it's not this was not some deep mystery of like, oh, are they fucking in school? It's like, oh, no, like she just <laughs> wanted me to model for one of her paintings. Yeah, it seemed it seemed like it seemed immediately evident to me, and I, I was like, I don't know, maybe it won't be, but like, I don't mind that it was evident. It seemed like yeah. total, it seemed because like even if it wasn't uh, like a thing that uh, made everyone in the audience go like, oh, I, I couldn't believe that that was what it was. Like I was totally misdirected. Like it confused Richie, which is what it needed yeah. to do. <laughs> so that's fine. Oh yeah, Richie was very much like my friend's fucking in the art room. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, in fairness, something that you wouldn't expect. 
Yeah, and then after, you know, a, a longing shot on Risco, um, Centaur just decides that, nah, it's time for some guys to be dudes, and they, you know, roughhouse around the, the yard, and everyone has, uh, ha-ha, hee-hee. Um, <laughs> and then after that, um, they realize, like, oh, it's Christmas, and it's also my homie's birthday. I should get him a gift. Very, I'll, very uh, organic. yeah. Uh, explanation of that it's that it's Sen's birthday yeah oh god yeah oh Sen, i forgot isn't it your birthday <laughs> yeah it's like oh we got a show on christmas that's cool right yeah i know it really is like ah that's your birthday young man it's like oh yeah that's how yeah it was weird very strange moment um but yeah so yeah, richie's in the store um he you know classic classic meet cute he's reaching for the drumstick Ritzko, who's apparently fucking teleported into this um, store, also is reaching for the drumstick. They realize, like, ah, you know, we know him so well. Isn't it good that he's got friends like these? Um, and they agree to go have these on it. Um, and, like, it's a cute idea. Like, it's a cute idea. And the follow up of, like, them walking around and talking about the snow and all that is like, it's like a cute moment, right? It's like, in the back of your head, you're thinking, like, Oh, maybe, maybe we get, maybe we get to chill out from Richie being a fucking idiot. And then, no, Richie's like, ah, cool. I'm going to take off my glasses because that's my one move, right? Since I Uh, was, since we talked last episode, you pointed out the glasses. I like actually cringed when he took off his glasses at this point. I was like, no. Yeah, because like it it, it is like obviously gone from like, ah, he's like being sweet to like, oh, no. Oh, (laughs) sweetie, don't do this. Mask off. Oh. Yeah, and he just goes up and kisses her. And then, like, he says, like, afterwards, like, he just looks down, says Merry Christmas. And it's like, yeah, dude, you know that you fucked up and you shouldn't have done this. And then, and, you know, of course, you just get the, like, hyper close-up look of Ritzko fucking crying um, because her friend has, you know, done a a fucked up thing to her. Right. and Centauro and his and his siblings are rolling up, so she she just runs the fuck away because yeah, no, of course. Um, and the only one actually who picks up that this is happening is uh, one of the younger siblings. Like yeah, he's Centauro like, hey. doesn't pick it up. Yeah, it's like hey, why the fuck did you make her cry, dude? Who that even are okay. you? <laughs> um, yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, Richie's very quick to silence the child and be like, ah, we're hanging out now, right? Um. Oh wait, sorry. No, yeah, the, no, it, that's he, he does silence that child. Yeah, he doesn't silence. But it isn't. It isn't. Oh, let's go hang out. It is. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, this <laughs> fucking inc- like Centaro tra- being the positive example of supportive masculinity is like, hey man, what's up? You doing okay? Like, and Richie just can't handle that. So he says like. Uh, I might be rich, but you're loved and have all this family, which is like the most rich person shit imaginable. Just cackling, like, fucking yeah. Wiz, Wiz Khalifa saying that like broke is a mentality. Um, <laughs> it was really great, like because it it really is one of those moments where it's like, oh yeah, um, you know, like you you might have you might have all, I might have all this money, but I never feel like I belong. And yeah. everyone in the audience is like, I don't know, dude, like. Are we supposed... Is Richie the bad guy? Um, I, 
I yes. <laughs> yeah, and you know, chucks the drumsticks at Centaro. Um and uh, but of course because Centaro um is a is a Chad who understands not to let all these negative emotions fester inside Richie, even though my friend has tried to hurt me, I need to help them. Um you know, drags him to his place where and just show pulls up the photo album of like, ah, as like, you know, Clearly Centaro and Ritzko, but Richie's like, oh, who's this weird child? Um, Which was a really bizarre moment, right? Like, yeah. why didn't he know who that was? I <laughs> don't know. Like, like, he didn't have the obtuse. scars on his face, right? But, like, maybe, I don't, yeah, man, it's weird. Like, maybe in the manga it was drawn differently, so it was, like, more obfuscated or something. Um, I I have not read this particular manga. That could um, be. I mean, his hair is different, right? Yeah, his hair is different, but it's, again, it's weird, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and then after that, uh, <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, you want to know why that? Um, I, you know, I forget the exact words, like, ah, oh, yeah, you think that child's weird? It's me, dude. Guess what? Like, I'm biracial, and the dynamics of that have been fucking terrible for me. Um, and, you, you know, we learned that not only has he been, like, bullied because, hey... He's not the same race as everyone um, here. Um, it's like he learns about like his mom was impregnated by an American sailor um, right. who is very much not in the picture. And then after she gave birth to him, she left. So and like the grandma completely disowned her, burned all her shit in front of him. Um, and like he's living with um, I the mom's brother. I don't know if it's the brother or I uh, know. Yeah, I was going to ask you like the all the relationships in this are very tricky at the so with, yeah so so yeah so his uncle is the brother of his biological mother and his wife is the woman he calls mom and like all those all of his siblings uh, okay. are biologically cousins but like they call each other brother and sister and like Got so it. like you know strong strong indictment or like strong. Um, support of the idea that blood is bullshit. Um, yeah, I will say the one thing about this show that has been very consistent as a message has been like mixed families in terms of like, there aren't a lot of traditional families in the show. And also mixed families in that Centauro is a biracial king and we love him. Yes. Um, we cannot help but stand. Yeah. But like, there's all this stuff and like, you know, Centauro's grandma dying in front of him, and that causing his uncle to go fully up, like physically and emotionally abusive and, you know, then ditching the family, like just generally, just generally setting up like, ah, Richie talking about how I got all this like love and easy situation, dude, guess what? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I fucking don't, dude. I don't have any sort of connection because, you know, he's not Japanese. <laughs> like he doesn't even have. Yeah. Yeah, and I um, like I liked one of the things I liked about this, and like it is like, you know, there's something I guess there's something unrealistic about someone like Centaro being so consistently good, but like mm-hmm. the thing I like about that is you don't get a lot of characters in media that are like consistently nice in a way that isn't overbearing or um creepy mm-hmm. or whatever. And then on the other hand, like you don't get a lot of people in media who like can are are aren't used to like put put plot points together or make people upset or 
you know, go towards conflict. And so, like, in this moment, he just kind of, like, puts that out there. And, yeah. And it's just like, I, I said too much, but I wanted to let you know, like, where I was from. Yeah. And, like, doesn't t- – it's not, like, one of those moments where it's like, so when you told me that, like, you were wrong. Like, I, this is – it was much more subtle than that. It's like, hey, dude, like, think about, like, how much you don't know about people, even people you're friends with, before right. you say whack shit. Um, and I mean, like, you know, it is also like on is like it is uh, very rare to get to experience a biracial character where they're them being biracial and, ooh, I don't fit in either of these groups super well because like, hey, that's obviously a thing, right? Like sure. that happens, but it's fucking not the only thing. And it's great to get to watch that on the screen. Be like, cool. Great. Thank you so much. You get <laughs> yeah. it. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, and, like, the – I think, like, the – like, you get a lot – I mean, there's a lot of, like, literature about, like – or, like, literature. It makes it sound like it's, like, theory or, like, a, yeah. a medical report. But, like, there's a lot of books of, like, where, uh, you know, being biracial is essentially, like, one of the main sort of, like, uh, character tropes. But you're right. Like, mm-hmm. it, it always ends up being, like, such a central theme that you have to grapple with it at every yeah. second. Whereas with Centauro, it's, like – it's part of him and it like it informs what we know about him yeah. moving forward, but it's not him necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is introduced in episode four, like yeah. that alone. Um, and then dropped like, uh, yeah, it's, it's oh, wild. Yeah, it'll, I mean, it'll come up again, but it yeah, wasn't but like, but it, but it, like, but it, but it doesn't become like special episode. What right. is it like to be a biracial man in Japan in the 1960s? Um, would have been a weird episode, honestly. Yeah. Would have been would have been a strange, strange well, turn a, a left me. turn. <laughs> oh um, wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so we found out all this badly, you know, deeply traumatic, um, and a you know, thing Santaro has been through. But we also learn about why he gets to wear the rosary like a necklace. So oh, is so it all sad. that bad? Is, is oh. it all that? It's it's yeah. so, so incredibly sad. So it's his mother's rosary. Um, yeah, she leaves as a keepsake and uh, he puts it on and the priest says, like, no, Centaro, you can't wear that as a rosary. And he just kind of like stares at it and is incommunicative about it. So everyone yeah. just kind of allows it. Yeah. Uh, and then after all these flashbacks, you just see Richie bawling his eyes out like, fuck, I'm a bad I'm a real bad friend. Fuck me, I guess. Shit. Um, and I will say it's very nice to see someone who's actually this bad of a friend because it, it makes me feel like the times when I feel like I'm a bad friend, I'm at least not as bad as Richie is. <laughs> that, and, you know, baby steps when it comes to Trevor Strunk's mental health. You, you know, we got to we'll get you there. Um, <laughs> Thank you, King. Yeah. Um, and and then, you know, they go play on the organ um, and, you know, walk like hang out on the slope. Uh, the, my fucking favorite music in this entire show plays when they're, you know, talking to each other on the slope. It's like, ah, oh, we're still going to do the show, right? Um, like the piano with the synthesizers going like that. Yeah, that shit. That's just great. I thought um, that and the organ music that led into it was. Really oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That organ of the two of them playing together. Um, yeah. And then it, like even even like the flashback of like when Richie's like, it's just like we're kids playing the organ and it's like them as kids in his mind playing the organ. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Well, we got through uh, the one special episode. It's so time to move into the second. So Ooh. we get a, a short practice montage reminding like, yeah, b- 
them practicing is cool to look at. Yeah, it's very funny to watch them like pounding cokes. Um, uh, we get to we get to the performance. You know, they're you know nervous beforehand, but Jen's like, "Nah, we got this." And it starts off really starts off like really well, right? You know, they're you know Centaro's nervous because Eureka's you know there. And Richie just like plays him on by banging on the piano, which is a, a great a great scene. It's a really good moment. Yeah. yeah or yeah, moment not scene. Uh, and then um, Amer- uh, then American then white then American, American man shows. Then then the racism um, occurs, um, which like uh, you know the the man says a slur and is like ah if you're gonna play jazz at least play the white the white shit, um, which Centaur uh, immediately like. I'm not going to play any more music tonight because fuck this, which I thought the other like the I thought this was a cool moment in terms of uh, translation too, like where the Mm -hmm. characters are basically like, what's that guy saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, you know, like, oh, he's saying this and he's yeah. Richie, the Tokyo like living rich kid knows enough um, like English to go like, yeah, he's being super racist, dude. (laughs) Yeah, just like he's he's doing the thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Centaro just says, I'm, I'm done. Um, yeah. Again, like I thought it was it, it showed a lot of trust in the audience to be like, you saw the earlier scene. Um, you probably know why he's done. He's not going to yeah. say, like, I'm done because of this. And maybe yeah. that's just me, like not having like a lot of TV that has a lot of faith in me as a <laughs> as a viewer, as, uh, as a procedural cop show yeah. um, expert. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, there's not a lot of but like, I mean, this is like this is a moment where they could have made it extremely obvious and extremely sort of like dull because of that. And they just mm-hmm. kind of leave it to you. They're like, yeah, you can figure out why he's not playing. Yeah. Um, and then brother uh, and, you know, and like there is a part of me like, ah, they should have all stopped playing. But you know, you can't really piss off the American sailors in your town too much when, hey, they kind of they're kind of a big driver of what your town's doing. Well, and Um, there's like there's the moment where Joan says basically like this night's going to be a bust, but like maybe we can let everyone feel a little good going out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it, it is a weird thing. It's like it is that kind of conflict of like, well, do we like make us like, do we all kind of like make a stand here or do we, yeah. is it Which, okay to, you know, yeah. I, I'm trying, I'm, I'm generally trying to do my best. Like, I don't care too much about like, ah, oh, what if I spoil this for Trevor? But I'm just generally trying to let you experience the show for the first time. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say, uh, maybe, maybe pin, pin brother Jun here, uh, for, <laughs> for some later episodes. Okay. Got um, it. But yeah, so he's just like, yeah, so he's up to Richie's like, hey, we're going to we're going to play the song that's the title of this episode because, you know, we that's love what we it. do. We still love it. Um, and they do. And he's very dreamy, um, you know, unclips his, t- his bow tie, you know, just out there. He's singing in English. It's very beautiful. And then you see Eureka, who earlier in that, like when they were introduced, he like makes a big deal of like. Ah, uh, yes, Madam Richchild. Ah, uh, how, what are you doing here? Um, and she's just like, come on, dickhead. I'm, I'm here for my friends. Please um, don't say, I thought that was good when she was like, please don't say that to me. Like, yeah, like, please like, don't, yeah, please don't call me this. Um, it's condescending. Yeah. Um, Go yeah, but you know, he real good at music and he, and he's very hot. So she's like, handsome yeah. older man. What are you going to do? 
Yeah. It's like a two year. If, yeah, because he's a freshman their second year. So it's kind of that perfect. It's like a perfect sort of like if you're a, if you're in high school, you like you think people who are in their first year of college are like the coolest people yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like, obvi- like, let's, like obviously, like, if you're dating someone considerably younger than you, you know, not great. Generally, a two a two year difference. It's hard for me to get, especially when it's like very clear that like she is the one like, ah, oh, fuck, he's very dreamy shit. Yeah, um, there's no there's there's no sort of like grooming or anything going on. Yeah, he's like, not hanging out at the school. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be a rough that would also yeah. be a rough change in, in dynamic for the show. Yeah. Um, Uh, but yeah, it's great. And I thought the, like this performance, um, was also like a moment, um, uh, that's, uh, but not me. Um, I thought this was a good moment of like the, the first kind of like, um, uh, I don't know how to say this, like the first kind of moments of, uh, of pop and non jazz music. Cause it it is jazz, but it's, it's a very kind of popular jazz and like the, Mm -hmm. the singing in it, like it sounds more like what we would recognize as pop than anything else in the show. Um, and it's like the first time it's really come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I shit. You, yeah, I got nothing to really say there, but like, ah, Trevor's smart sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else you really want to say about the episode? Um, no, I mean, I think, I think it was a, it was a good episode. I think the, um, the jam session was really fun. I was disappointed, and I guess this is the point of it, but I was disappointed that it was cut short by the racist guy. Um, that was a drag. Um, the racism but, got in the way of my entertainment. <laughs> well, isn't that always why we hate racism? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the, I thought the... Um, no, I thought the episode was great, and I, I, liked, I liked the introduction of uh, the Americans as sort of, like, a more on-screen uh issue um you know not that fucking issue yeah that's why like it's like it's like geez these guys are really like awful um and they are everywhere and this is the only place they can play and like that was really kind of helpful to me as a viewer where it's like oh okay this is really like explaining a kind of historical undercurrent that i might not have picked up on otherwise and i I thought that was a cool way of doing it and of course like all the friendship stuff was fantastic yeah and like you because you like saw the americans like oh they're in the record store and like in a lot of the backgrounds but this is the first like one of them opens their mouth yeah, this is really the first time they're allowed to be on screen, effectively. Yeah, and, they, <laughs> like, yeah, and they're, they're very honest. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. these are these are capital A Americans, and yeah. like definitely the kind of people you'd you'd find. Um, I, I expect in Japan in the '60s, if they are American soldiers, just in your town, uh, not the nicest people in the world. Yeah. Then, uh, any anything else you wanna you wanna cover before we move on? No, let's go. Let's go All to the next well, episode. I, I have a quick question for you, Trevor. As a musician who has uh-huh. performed live shows, I have, have yes. Have you ever had to uh, radically uh, adapt your plans uh, midway through a set? Any like <laughs> um, I'm not saying like, hey, is racism caused? No, there, a there's never been any. Show, but. I mean, I was just like, I was, uh, yeah, not 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 racism, but like, um, I think like the only time I ever really had to drastically change something in the middle of a set was. Um, when like the first show I ever played, um, mm-hmm. oh great, we, yeah I know right. We were uh, like, but it was I I was the bassist in my band, and it was just because like I didn't play anything. So like if mm-hmm. you don't play anything, you get to be the bassist. Um, and uh, that's like that's why I, I had to laugh. And in the later episode, we 
we we get a spot in. I'm spoiling it a little, but like we get a a look into a uh, a rock band tryout, and the guy who plays uh, guitar worse says, "I lost," and he's playing bass, which yeah. is the bassist's lament, like never being quite as good as the guitar player. But that was fine by me. But I had only started picking up bass, you're, like you know, you're a man of the people, you know. I like yeah, I, I I'm okay with that. But uh, I had just started playing bass like a like two months ago, maybe less. Um, so I didn't know what I was doing. And like one of the things that um, one of the things that happened was I just forgot all the things I learned about what I was playing. So like we were playing Basket Case by Green Day and I just forgot all the chords. So I just like <laughs> I just stood still and like just watched the show for a second. I was like, huh. You, you were making a statement about them selling out, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, this might have even been pre-American Idiot. This was a long time ago. But, like, nice. yeah, I, I just, like, I forgot. So I just kind of stood there, and I was like, uh. And then yeah. right when I could remember again, I jumped back in. But that was the moment where I was like, either I make something up or, like, I just sit this out. And I'm glad I sat it out uh, because... Um, you, you're playing true to type. Well... Making it up in the middle of like a, a like a making it up in a jazz show would have made some sense, but making it yeah. up in a rock show uh, less not so. gone well. No, you usually have to be pretty pretty aligned. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that was like the main time I had to change anything. Have you ever played music live? God no no. Okay, like I've friends and stuff, but no, nah, I'm I'm bad. Mm. Oh, that's okay. Um, so uh, so yeah, no, um. This next episode is cool. I like this one. Yeah. Hey, Trevor, do you remember that, like, Richie hurt someone uh, real bad and just kind of uh, the the rest of the episode didn't really deal with that? Uh, Yeah. No, I remember that, like, all of a sudden he's not uh, talking to his friends because he knows he screwed up and doesn't want to accept it. Yeah. Ritzko, Ritzko, well, like, the episode ends with, like, him outside the record store not able to get in. And then Centaro shows up, you know, still not, you know, he doesn't really know what's going on. So it's like, Richon, let us in. You know, if I'm cold, if, you know, if I'm cold, let me in. I'm, I'm a straight puppy. Um, and she does, but, you know. She says it's open. <laughs> yeah, it's open. Immediately goes, walks to the bakery next door. Just, you know, <laughs> like, ah, yeah, Richie, you fucked up, man, real bad. Extremely bad. Just like the worst you yeah. possibly could. And yeah, it is easy. it is strange, right? Like, it is just like a, it's a moment where you like, I, at least for me, like watching it, I was like, this guy sucks so much. Like, is he going to fix this? Um, and I don't usually get that upset at like protagonists, but I was like, dude, like this is an obvious thing. Just apologize. And he he won't like he just he's like, well, they're not my friends anymore. Like, I guess yeah. I'm just a loner. Yeah, he's got he's got them abandonment issues heavy. Um, but so like while she's at the bakery, um, you know, Eureka's there. Um, and this is where she finds out that it's Jun's family that runs the bakery. Right. I think that's when the audience finds out, too. Okay. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah they the talk audience. about they talk a little bit about like. Oh yeah, like we'll get you a like. There's a moment where he's like, "Oh, if you do this for us, I'll get you a like a cream puff." But it just seems yeah. like he's gonna get it for her. This is the first time we learn that like, oh, they know each other because he runs the bakery. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, Richo again having to showcase making it so that like a character on this show has emotional intelligence recognizes <laughs> like, yeah, Eureka's my friend, and I want her to be happy. And I know Eureka has just discovered um, Brother June. Uh, you know. 
So, you know, sure, I'm in, like, my weird, fucking weird situation, but I'll help my friend out. And so she brings him to practice, um, you know. <laughs> I once. love how everyone on the show except Richie is, like, an actual person who <laughs> can, yeah. like, make good choices. Yeah, you know, all these 3D characters. And, like, I mean, there is a depth to Richie when he's not, you know, fucking up. But Yeah, oh, yeah, like, no, no, he's not a terrible character or anything. Yeah, and he's, he's not, like, like yeah. Yeah. And like these, and like part of like a lot of this stuff is like specifically like, yeah, man, been there, right? Like not to this extent that you that you're fucking doing it, but you know, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, yeah, like I've never you know fucking kissed someone in the snow when I've, they already you know made sure like I don't want to date you, but like I've had the whole like uh, my friends hanging out with this other kid, time to yell at them because we're yeah yeah yeah. yeah, um, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. That, that, and that comes up. That, that was something that was very yeah. relatable. Well, it's, another, yeah. it's later on. But yeah, no, no. That's uh, the, a lot of what Richie does is extremely relatable and also just like the worst stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, but so practice starts. But Richie, uh, again, talking about Richie being a fucking weirdo, uh, begins <laughs> his quest for something like I don't know. It's like. A, a grab bag of like forgiveness and wanting to feel better, but also, you know, like trying. Yeah, he's he's going through it. Um, he's heartbroken, then, but he knows yeah. he can't. It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so he's just standing outside the record store, freezing himself to death when like Centaro's sister shows up. Um, and then I don't really know how to describe this scene beyond just a very basic. They start playing like the telephone through the string. And it's Richie, you know, helping her like, ah, this boy probably likes you. I'm going to say a top 10 simp line of I made a girl I really like cry recently. Um, I did have to say, Richie, Richie, like doing the one thing that every kid wants, like someone to do, which is like if they're playing alone, say, I'll play with you. And then having the like, you will. Are you serious? Reaction was like, yeah, yeah, that's good. But But he like he made a good decision there. But yeah, yeah, that like. Where he, where she's he's like explaining a normal thing to her. He's like, oh yeah, this kid probably likes you, and like, and he just gets way into character on like the kid help. Yeah, where, and line. It like, yeah, <laughs> and it like it starts off as like very normal, like ah yeah, older you know, person in your life explaining like nah, he's just he just doesn't have like emotional intelligence or and all that. And take it from me, as someone <laughs> that still has none. Yeah. Um, Speaking of people who don't have emotional intelligence, yeah, and and he does like. Well, and he, he does showcase a little what's like where he says, like, I, you know, want her forgiveness. But at the same time, like, I know that that's not really going to do anything. Um, and then, of, and then, of course, as soon as he says that, that's uh, like, <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, no, nah, I don't. I forget the actual line. She itself, says, I don't forgive you. Yeah, it's like it starts with I don't forgive you. But I oh, but oh, she's like, I I. Don't forgive you, but I also can't stay mad at you. Yeah, and she reveals it was her first time. It was her first kiss, and that's why she yeah. like, she can't forgive him, and which is like yeah. pretty rough. Like that's a rough way to get your first kiss. Like some yeah, weird guy. It like, fucking sucks. Dude. This weird really dude bad. doing doing crimes. Um, like yeah, not good. Um, and uh, and like and like the takeaway I took from it is that like even though she's not really ready to be friends with him again. Like, she can't be too mad because she knows how important, you know, he is to Centauro and that whole dynamic. And, yeah, you know, I think that's right. Reason. But I also think, like, it, it seems to me that, like, based on, like, what Centauro was saying to him earlier, he's like, oh, Ritsuka's really worried about you and stuff. It seems like she, like, 
genuinely likes Richie too, like as a friend. Yeah, that, that, yeah, no, that is, yeah, she does like him, and like he has. Uh, so yeah, no, that's that is fair. But it's like, but you're right. Like it's it's a mix of the two because of course, like him being her friend is important to her, but like also important because like Centaro is doing something other than just fighting with people and playing alone yeah. in the basement. Yeah. You know, they go clamming. Um, <laughs> oh, we got to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, at, and Centa- and about halfway through this conversation, Centaro, um, is like, you know, shows up holding two cream puffs and is just like, what? Because, you know, he sees Gritsko talking on the weird, like thread phone. Um, does that have a name? The, like, um, I don't think it does. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know what you'd call that. Cup string phone? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the thing everyone has always seen in, like, every cartoon, right? Yeah. Where it's like. like you're oh, old enough that you probably have, like, done that, right? No, I've never done that, actually. Oh, damn it. I know, it seems like I should be. But no, yeah. I never did that. I think, like, it, I've always wondered if it works. I think it's, like, supposed to because the string conducts sound, but, like. I get, like, that I seems, don't. Seems it seems, crazy. it seems fake to me. Yeah, oh, um, 100%, yes. Yeah. Um, but everyone's so, seen so, it. But, yeah, so, anyway, like, and, you know, in classic storytelling fashion, Centaur can only hear half his conversation. So when Ritzko says, like, you know, I, I flattered that you like me, but there's a guy I really like. Centauro's like, oh. Who could that be? Interesting. I know it's not Richie, but so who could it be? Um, <laughs> and, you know, begins to set up that dynamic. Um, and, after, and after he hears that, uh, Richie goes, slunks away. We, uh, uh, we skip ahead a few weeks, you know, breaks over, we're back in school. Um, I'm just gonna ignore my friends. Yeah, Centaur's. Oh, oh yeah, because like at the end, he's like, uh, she's like, oh, you should like still be around, like in practice. Then the first thing Centaur says after this baby time skip is like, dude, where have you been? <laughs> you have not. You have not been around. Um, you're you too busy like being stuck in your own feelings to even be happy that your father has returned. Um, yeah, he doesn't a, care at all about his dad returning, yeah, which is yeah, like when, a like, very weird moment. When we got that scene in the first episode of like, shit, I would stop playing this piano in an instant if it meant that you would just be around more. Like now that the dad is back, it's like, ah, uh, he's, you know, <laughs> going, he's, he's in teen mode. So you I know? stopped playing the piano and you're back. Is that good? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. And I'm not happy. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it, it is it is teen mode. It's very teen. Like that's one of the things the show does is like yeah. and one of the reasons why Richie is such a frustrating character is he is like yeah. very accurate. Yeah, yeah, like I don't think he's a bad like written character. It is just like fuck man, I get it. You're you just keep making you know, such you're, bad you're choices. A, you're a dipshit. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Um and, but you know, as always, Centaur the King, um shows up shoeless hanging out in the tree um you know is like hey man i'm not gonna let you do this do your social suicide bullshit jumps in the room um (laughs) and then you know they they start fighting and then in a wonderful like reversion of the german you know boyfriend sneaking over to girl's house so they can you know do sex uh, they, they start fighting and oh, like, yeah. you know, people start knocking on the door, but first it's his dad showing up to be like, 
hey, dude, remember your mom that just hasn't been in the picture for, you know, your life? Anyway. She's back. She, you know, here's a letter. Um, and then just leaves. Yeah, very, very, like, very uh, stereotypical um, what I get from anime uh Japanese dad behavior. Yeah, it's the very like very. Um, I did the plot divides, and I'm not. Yeah, and like, <laughs> Gotta go. of, like there are like lots of like warm dad characters and all that, but if he's not that, no, you know, he doesn't it's, like. Yeah, and it's like it's it, it is a moment where he gets this letter and he's like, "Do what you want with this," which yeah. is the worst thing you could say. <laughs> which is, I mean, it's an incredibly divorced thing to say, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, I don't, I'm not married to her. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And of course, it, like, it'd be foolish to talk about this scene without noticing that Centaro's way to hide is just <laughs> hide under the comforter, so but still good. shake constantly. It's so um, good. Yeah. Um, and then after this, you know, Centaro's like, so you're, you're gonna see your mom, right? And, uh, and I, uh, you know, as we've talked about, you can very much feel the like, Centaro's like, if I can't, like, listen, I can't see my mom. You better go fucking see your mom because you have the chance to. Um, and, you know, Richie does his best to be, like, a sad boy and try to deny it. But Centaur's like, nah, dude, you're fucking going. Go. Yeah. Holds the bedsheet over his mouth in a fucking great shot. Um, just leering over him. Very normal. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, there's more knocking at the door. It's his uh, cousin, um, and he just throws Centauros out of the room, crashing the tree or crashing into the tree, breaking off the branch. Um, but, you know, and the excellent line happens where she says, uh, you're hiding something, aren't you? Uh, Kauru? And he says, not particularly. <laughs> yeah. Which like in case in case you weren't like aware of the joke of like, haha, he's coming over to the bedroom. It's just like you're hiding some shit, right? Um, it's great. It's, it's very, very, it's good. very, it's very silly. Um, the show definitely knows when to be silly. That's yeah. another thing I like about it. Like it, yeah. it, it, it's not, it's not, it's obviously deals with like super serious stuff and like yeah. the relationship stuff is handled very respectfully and very yeah. seriously, but it also knows when to like, just have a good time. Yeah. And like after like the, the silly Centauro, um, in a serious scene, we, we just get the most serious scene, which is Maru just listing off an encyclopedia of train details you know sleeper cars it's great maru we love an urbanist king um mass transit king you you sweetheart um you get like 17 lines the whole show and i'm glad this is where they've gone Um, i mean he like and it, it is like definitely a good description of someone who loves trains yeah. Um, and especially in the 60s, uh, Tilly for a little bit was uh, and I guess she's she's sort of like is still into it. So we'll probably come back to it at some point. But like she was listening to like Beverly Cleary's first uh, books, which are like, hell uh, yeah. uh, what are they? They're like uh, uh, Ramona and Beezus and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're good, but they're like they are from the past. <laughs> and uh one of the things that happens is uh, Henry Huggins is the main character in those. And he like um, at one point he meets his like his cool neighbor who like is real smart and kind of aloof. And mm-hmm. uh, the thing the, the neighbor asks him is if he likes robots and like the Hell way he describes yeah. liking robots is like, oh, yeah, like I, I could definitely like 
put wires together to make circuits. I'm like, yeah. this is this has such 1950s and 60s energy. Like, well, you see, go in the guy. Anyway, uh, moving <laughs> on. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, after Maru, you know, explains you know how trains work and why they're badass to Richie, he gets on. Um, he like he gets on the train. It's like, ah, oh, Richie's big Tokyo adventure. Right, and then it's like ah, uh, when Centaro said that Richie should go see his mom, what he really meant is we should go see your mother. He's <laughs> already on the train eating frozen clementines, um, which is a cool. I've never had a frozen clementine. Yeah, is that I, a thing? Yeah, no, it's it's a thing. That's uh, it's uh it's cool. Yeah, I have to try it at some point. Yeah, um, you know they are they do taste a lot better um, before they thaw. As, hmm. as Centaurus says. Um, but well, yeah. obviously I trusted him. Yeah, and like in the reveal of... And like, and like you know, again, a good way of like showing how important this was to Centauro um, is where she's like, wait, how did you afford this? And he's like, oh, you know, my job. And and also I sold a bunch of records, um, which, you know, clearly mean like, you know, those mean a lot to him. So, mm-hmm. um, right. yeah. And, you know, we go to Tokyo. We have the legally obligated fish out of water. Like, oh, shit, there's so many fucking people here. Um, I loved, I liked the one. I liked this one because it was like, it was so so out of order. Where he's like, yeah. "What's happening? Is this some sort of festival?" Like, yeah, it can't oh, possibly I mean, be this busy. I I say it's legally obligated, but I'm a sucker for the yeah. No hell yeah, they rule. Like, yeah, they're great. Um, uh, and then they go see and like you know they start walking around and Centaur's like, "Yeah, let's let's fucking let's go, dude. It's like game time." And they get to the address they had and realize it's not ever, like, super specified what this, like, business is. I see it as, like, a hostess club. Which yeah, that's you, what I thought, Do you too. know? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Don't need to explain that. Thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. If you don't yeah. know what that is, just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. It's, you know, it's not explicit or anything. It's just, yeah, you know, yeah. hang out. Um, um, and, like... You know, obviously shatter Richie's, like, perception of his mother as, like, you know, this ultimate caregiver. You know, Richie, Richie has to fucking speed run through the fucking virgin horror dichotomy in this episode. And I mean, um, good, because good, he needed, oh, no, it's, he it's needed to like, get through that. No, it's very way. good. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and he's like, ah, maybe I, like, shouldn't go see... Um, um, and like, and as he's like deliberating, Centara is already going over to one of her coworkers and being like, Hey, do you know who this is? Um, <laughs> it's like, Oh, it's your day off today. She'll be t- here tomorrow. Best, um, best character. I don't know if I'm ever going to like a character as much. Yeah. Um, yeah, Centara's great. Um, and they, you know, they're like, all right, cool. We're going to go to brother Jun's apartment. Which we know the address of, but made no attempt to contact him at all to make sure this was cool. Very it, um, again, like a very high school thing to do to be yeah. like, all of our friends do nothing. Why wouldn't yeah. it be the same way? Yeah, I mean, for all they know, John's doing nothing because when they get to the apartment, it's uh, turbo abandoned. You know, <laughs> dozens of envelopes sticking out um, and all that. And one of the people that you know currently lives in the row is like. Yeah, he hasn't been here for a month. Um, no, like, 
uh, you know, an offhanded thing, like multiple offhanded things like, well, he's popular with the girls. And also he might have pissed off the Yakuza, which really just comes across as like, yeah, man, I don't know shit about fuck. Yeah. Oh. He said a faction. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, yeah. That, I mean, talking about the mob. Yeah. Um, but he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but they're like, well, you came out here all this way. Um, you know, come hang out in our room. We'll have a great time. You and your buddy here will get accidentally gone off that Sochu. Which have you ever had, Trevor? Uh, no, I've never had. I don't. I didn't know what that was. So, what is Sochu? Well, it's. Uh, it. I mean, it's like the recognized form is not Japanese, but it's like origins probably from Persia. But it's uh, rice, barley. I think okay. potatoes are in the. I think like sweet potatoes are. In, it's like a, a mixture of many things. Um, and it's not super intense. Um, it's like, I, it's like, I know it's, I know it's less than 30% ABV, but that doesn't matter because these are fucking high schoolers. Oh yeah. They're drinking water and getting, you know, gone off that loud. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, and you know, it's like the classic thing of like, you know, now that Richie's had his liquid courage, he's like, ah, man, Centaur, you're so fucking dumb, man. Um, (laughs) look at this asshole. Um, and Centaro's willing to play the straight man, um, which, you know, is nice. Even, even wasted, still a good friend. Um, absolutely. Well, that's cause it's it's like my dad always said, it's not like when you're drunk, you don't say things that you never would say when you're sober. It's, you say things, oh no, it's, you don't, you don't come up with stuff that you, that you like have never had in your mind. You just say stuff that you aren't brave enough to say when you're sober. So you're the same person. Ooh, um, the Strunkian ideology has revealed itself. Alas. Yeah, it's true. My dad has a lot of uh, famous words of wisdom, and one of them is yeah. like, "Don't believe people if they tell you that they said that racist thing because they were drunk. That that's just who they are." Hi, folks. Have you ever had the nagging suspicion that your hairline is retreating on you? Ever get curious about why it suddenly feels so breezy up there? Well, Father Time comes for us all, and when you think he might be coming for your hair, get him out of there with keeps. Yes, friends, Keeps, a revolutionary new treatment for male pattern baldness and hair loss that, when used at the first signs of balding, allows you to keep that beautiful head of hair full and firm. Best of all, you can use Keeps from the comfort of your own home. Simply visit one of their doctors online and have a prescription mailed to the convenience of your own home. Every three months you'll get more, and if you're worried about the price, don't. Keeps uses a generic version of hair loss medicines and passes the savings on to you. A new price for a new you starting at $10 a month. But don't forget to act soon because the key to Keeps is prevention, not regrowth. Save that head of hair, friend, before it goes away and save it today with a special offer code by going to www.keeps.com slash Hagelbon. That's www.keeps.com. K-E-E-P-S dot C-O-M slash H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. Go there and receive your first month free and tell them Hegelbon sent you. Damn. Woke, uh, uh, woke, woke king. Pop he's very strong. woke. Uh, my dad is, yeah, I'm sure he'll come up again, but he's very, he is, he yeah. is very woke. Yeah, but, you know, um, you know, they wake up the next day, they're standing outside of the, um, Blue, I forget its name. Blue lady. Yeah, it's basically like where where, the, where the, you know Richie's the, mom works. Yeah, where Richie mom's Richie's mom works. You know, it's raining. They've got the newspapers over their head. They're so you know they're very clearly hungover. 
So that they have even the blue when, lines. Yeah, they got them blue lines. So that even when Richie's mom does appear and she's like, ah, Karu, my son, it's obviously you. They just can't react because, like, they're so cold and wet and just hung over. Um, <laughs> very, very cool to see your mom after that log and just be like, I'm so hung over. Can we just, like, can we, do, can we start again in, like, two minutes? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they're in the restaurant. Um, all, all Centaro needed from her was a new food for him to try. And he's like, yeah, no, great woman, great mother, you know, so proud of you. <laughs> I like this lady. Um, She's great. Yeah. Um, she and kind then, of comes on to Centaro, which is a little strange. Uh, I, I don't know if I've, you did, I, I mean, maybe a little. You thought it was just like, like, yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. That you're probably right. Yeah. Actually. Um, you know, just, just like playing off the fact that like, she knows that she works at a hostess club. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to say this to my son's friend so he can feel like, you know, funny. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Richie, you know, again, still working through like, oh, my mom isn't the literal Virgin Mary. Fuck. This is how I to earn her. a living. <laughs> um, um, and, and you, you know, that begins to break down when they go to, you know, eat food at the same time and have the same like, ah, shit, too hot reaction. Um, and you know, he's like, oh, Centaro and I play music together, you know, uh, and you know, she reveals it like, oh, you loved listening to your dad play the piano and like, listen to me sing when you were really young. Um, which Centaro takes as the perfect time to just dip and, you know, let the, let the mother son time happen. Perfect. Perfect senses. Yeah. Um, and like, and you know, he begins to realize like, okay, maybe I do, you know, actually really love my mom here. Maybe, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe I do. Um, and this is the scene where he first calls her mom too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, and yeah, so like as it happens, she's like, "Ah, what's go- what's going on in your life?" And again, real teen moments. He's just like, oh, "I'm heartbroken." It, like I thought this was a cool scene because it was like yeah. he he says like, "Oh, you know, it's fine, whatever. I just go to school and stuff." And she's like, "Do you have any girls that you're?" Oh yeah, interested yeah, yeah. In? it is it is sequenced that way. And he's yeah. just like, "Oh no, no, definitely not," because he doesn't want to talk about it. And she's like, yeah. "Oh, you're heartbroken." And he's yeah. like, "What?" She's like, oh, "I guessed right, great." Yeah, um, and then and then they just and and she's just like laughing because one she's like oh heartbroken like yeah I like that is totally such a silly but very real thing to like be that sad over as a teenager yeah and also my you know like and that's where she reveals that like she also like was still had that like past image of like ah oh, you were just like always a little baby to me now you are you know, heartbreak your feelings over a girl. It's beautiful. And like, they sh- and you know, he starts laughing and it's, and it's great. You know? Yeah. And he says like, he says this thing that I actually thought was kind of, kind of good where like, he says like, you know, the, I, I started laughing and I didn't really know why I was laughing, but as I did, like everything about like everything that I had been like holding on to just yeah, went away, just emptied out. Um, and it's like, the, it's like that, that thing that I think every teen does where they're just like, I want to be sad now. I don't want to be happy. Yeah. I want to listen to M- MCR, right? That's what you listen to. No, I, I, I listen to, um, listen like Thursday and stuff Ooh. like that. Yeah, I, I was, I, I remember when MCR's EP came out and people were like, these guys are like on the, the good label. Like you should, and I, I just never got into them, but I had friends who were very into them. I, I had my sat, my sad rap song, 
um, playlist. Oh yeah, which, no, I had some of those. I, uh, yeah, I primarily primarily Scarface. Um, oh, that's based. that's a good one actually. That's yeah. a great. I liked. Um, I mean, I I listened to a lot of like Aesop Rock if I was feeling sad and wanted to listen to rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and worse, uh, you know, like definitely that's listen nice. to some white guy rap. Hell um, yeah, yeah, just like just like having some Sage Francis records. Oh, um, I think like. That was actually one of the times where oh, no. I realized, like, what I was like, that I was just being like a total idiot. Where I was like, I went to a Sage Francis show. Fuck me, dude! Hell yeah! And how was that? It was just everyone was white. It was just like white yeah. people as far as the eye could see, and I was like, this is not like I don't. What what year was this? Oh boy! I mean, not um, only exact, but just general. Boy, uh, probably like two thousand maybe like 2004 2005 okay that would I, I was hoping that this would also would have been around like when i would have been going to concerts because i could have just been like yeah i was like at an e40 show and that was a much better experience <laughs> um i mean and then like like i i i think before then i had been to a wu-tang show where it was like a much better experience and i was yeah. like yeah this sucks uh yeah. but no like sad rap and all that stuff it's it's embarrassing but it's real yeah but um anyway uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to the back to like the, the, uh, the uh, another emotional climax of this episode. But, you know, you know, uh, we skip right ahead to back at the train platform. Richie's running late because he bought his mom a jazz record. Um, and it's and it's like really sweet because it like it sets up the like, no, I want to continue this relationship. Like you practice your singing on the on the song and I'll practice my piano. And when I come back, we'll we'll do the duet. Um yeah, like, that was really nice. Yeah, and like it's really nice. Um, and but then like w- once he gets on the um, train, um, like the gravity of the situation first hits his mom, um, and you know she mouths "I'm sorry" to him because um, you know she hasn't been there for his, in his life. Very sad moment. Um, and you know, it, like it starts to dawn on Richie, like, wait, why would she say that she's sorry? Like, you know, I tried to shake my head at her, and then like he realized like. Oh, maybe like a day isn't enough to like yeah. do all this shit. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a really like um, I don't know. It's a really vulnerable kind of moment uh, in the show, and like it, it everyone sort of kind of realizes at the same point like this is really nice, but it's not sufficient. And like yeah. you know, if they're gonna have a relationship, they're gonna have to both work at it. And I, I think that's like. That's something that Kids on the Slope has done really well, where, like, nothing is particularly idealized. Like, mm-hmm. everything requires Other than, work. you know, jazz music fucking rules. But well, that's yeah, not but that idealized. should be. That's just, that's facts. More people need to listen to jazz music. Yeah. Um, Trevor Strunk says. <laughs> more pe- I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out as the anti-Adorno. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, I, I think, you know, other than Sage jazz. Sage Francis concert goer says. Oh, God. Most, like, probably the most embarrassing concert I went to when I realized that there were no black people there. I was like, oh, God. like Yeah, that, that'd do it. This yeah. sucks. Like, it was a real come to Jesus moment. And I, I'm glad I, think, I got the right message from it. But I think mine, <laughs> mine was at, like, it was a festival. So, like, you know, in general, that's, like, a great way to be bad, Lexi bad. Yes. But... <laughs> What's the um the fucking pump up kicks band? Oh, band. Yeah, uh, all the ready. Oh, what is that band? Uh, I don't. Oh yeah, they're oh 
yes, yes. Like, I know the song you mean. Yeah, uh, you know, school shooter, like, yeah, right, nightmare. But, but like, this was like, well, like, this was like several years after that song was like a big deal. So it was already like, why, why are they here? <laughs> but they were on the stage of the act I wanted to see next. So I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll like go walk over. And then the guy just spends twenty minutes between songs, which I mean, great. I don't want to listen to his music. But it is just like full on like society broken because you'd be on the damn phone all the time. Oh, and no. it's like I'm I am always a sucker for musicians doing that, like more than journalists or anything That's else. So like funny. The, they are the people I want to hear. I love um, when musicians go off on like screens like that because they're some of the most uh, dumb guy thinkers that we have currently. Totally. Totally. It's just like, it just have such impressive dumb guy energy. Yeah. And um, I can't believe I'm using my one um, Google per episode. I mean, uh, for it is foster the people. Oh, foster the people. That's right. I I forgot that because dumb it's name. The worst band name. I mean, you okay. Yeah, well pumped up like, Kings was 2010. This is 2014. Jeez, oh, um, they couldn't find anyone yeah. else, huh? Yeah. That those are always the worst uh, acts at a festival. Um, yeah. And I would have, I like, that's another cool I thing about we, jazz, fuck, though. No, that's that, the like, last festival I went to also, which I can now blame on having to sit through Foster the People. Festivals are bad, man. I, I'm yeah. going to come out and say it. I do not like going to festivals. I, we went yeah. to Lollapalooza when we were in Chicago, and that was fine. But, like, we left, we left before we went to go see it because uh, at the drive-in, Reunited and Chris and I both listened to them when we were in high school. And it's like, oh, Ooh. cool, like, maybe we'll go see at the drive-in. And we left before at the drive-in play because we were like, we're so tired and it sucks here. <laughs> that was the moment where I realized festivals are just not fun. Yeah, like, you know, I I, I definitely hit that point of like, man, fuck these festivals. But it was still like, oh, I could like travel these cities and, and, and then it, it's like an excuse to see all my, like all, my, all these friends I don't get to normally. Then I went to Pitchfork Fest <laughs> um, in Chicago and first of all, like it was just like nightmare, hundred fifty, like incredibly. Oh, and you, awful that's that's weather. Grant Park, right? Like you're just yeah, in, like, Grant you're Park. Just out in the middle of like yeah, and the then also just like the reality of a bunch of people not living in Chicago, trying to navigate Chicago, of like oh, where are we gonna hang out? And it's like oh, we're not. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's again like to to sort of say something about kids on the slope because I was the reason we got off on this tangent. Um, this is one of the things that like jazz is so cool about in the show where like, it's like, uh, so in the next episode we're talking about, uh, Santaro says that like he, like he, when he's talking about like being famous or whatever, he says mm -hmm. like, he doesn't care at all about people listening Hell to his yeah. music. And it, it like the show really lives that reality where it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't care, man. Like, it doesn't matter to me. It's as a real thinker, this. man. He doesn't give a shit about his fame or being able to pay rent off the music. He does <laughs> it for the love. Um, but it's like, it really is, I think, like, for most of the people in the show, the music is just about, yeah. like, an excuse for getting together with people and playing and yeah, enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, yeah, the, the financial realities of, like, musicianship, like, don't, like, they don't exist in this show, and that's fine. No, that's uh, fine. But, like, and, and in fairness, a lot of them are very poor anyway, so it's yeah. not as if, yeah. like, it's, like, presenting them as, like, oh, now they're really uh, rich because of music. Yeah, we, we, ha we have Richie, you know, little Rich shit, and Eureka, and then everyone else is on, like, a sliding scale of, yeah, we're getting through it, to Oh, uh -oh. shit. <laughs> Um, right. 
Yeah. Um, any, any, anyway, last things on this episode, forgot to bring it up on the train on the way to Tokyo. Richie can't sleep. He opens up the, um, bento box that Ritsuko made for them. Another Nigiri. Um, and, uh, and then you moment. just see round 25 of Richie versus Onigiri. Richie still loses, still cries. I love it. It's a very dumb recurring like motif, but it, you know, it still communicates that point well. I like um, how how huge the Onigiri is again. Oh, dude, no, dude, that's like you you can get those. Like, well, next next time next time you're in New York, we'll we'll okay. get you there. Excellent. Um, but when we're hosting a convention panel, God, um, I hope I can just go to New York and not host a convention panel. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll host a bootleg convention. Um, <laughs> it's like a melty blood in the in the bathroom stall kind of. Bootleg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, we'll pay you money to listen to us. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was it's like it's a I, I liked this. I liked I mean, I like all, all the episodes, but this episode was cool because of the way that um, like it takes the show out of Tokyo, but it doesn't feel like a departure. Like a lot of a lot of times I don't like in. Uh, or you long, mean Kyushu, right? They go to Tokyo from Kyushu. Or, yeah, yeah, they go to Tokyo from Kyushu. Yeah. yeah. Like what I don't like. Uh, no, no. What I mean is like it didn't take me out of the show of like. the. Oh, the, OK. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. Like it. I I like when things change in shows. Obviously, I like like plot uh, movement and all. But like mm-hmm. the I feel like the the thing that always makes me stop watching or like playing an RPG or whatever mm-hmm. is when it's like, OK, we're going to go to a totally new town now. And I'm just like, Ugh, I don't really know if I want to put all that effort in to learn all this new stuff. And this is just I don't like, want all eight of these gym badges. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I just want the one. Yeah. But like it is it is like a moment where it's like, OK, we're going to do something different. Um, but it doesn't have to be like huge. It's just going to be we're going to do this different thing. It's going to be for an episode. We're going to get yeah. it in. It's very efficient. And very, yeah, by like, the end the of the point. episode, we're back and ba- like practicing. Yeah, um, not a wasted it's, it's moment. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the Amake is uh, more of Maru's train facts. And thank thank you, sweet child. Getting beat Beautiful up by Pesantaru <laughs> for, for yeah. daring to do the uh, the train facts. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, uh, our last episode of the night. And uh, there's something with this episode. Do you want to talk about uh, the Seiji situation now or after? Oh, the yeah, we may as well recap? start it off. So a new character is introduced in this yeah, episode. Yeah, and who's, like, obvious, like, you know, we've talked about some of, like, the queer-coded interactions of, you know, Richie and Centaro and, like, some other stuff. But, this like, is not queer-coded. Se- yeah, Seiji is, like, a, like, a, a, like, a... I'm like, you know, somewhat reluctant to really talk about this at too much length because two cis straight dudes talking about a que- like how a queer character is portrayed in media. There's like a fine line between any actual discussion of merit and you and I just showing everyone like how not homophobic we are. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine yeah. that anyone is like champing at the bit to hear our, our take on yeah. uh, gay representation. Hey, the Adventure Zone has a peacock show now. So what who can say? Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> You, I don't know what a peacock no. show is. Uh, it's it's NBC's new streaming platform. Oh 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 oh! I forgot. Yeah, our yeah. favorite our favorite queer coded yeah. because we're allies, friends. Yeah. Uh, the, the uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, no, shit, I, the Patreon's I, lost some money. Fuck. Oh, sorry. I agree. Though. Um, I agree. Like it, it is. It's tough, but it's also like it. It's a weird thing after the way that the show has portrayed like 
homosocial relationships and how yeah. it's done. Like it's been so kind of careful and open and there's a lot going on with like yeah. how Sentaru and, and Richie like are friends and like the way romance works in this that a suddenly sort of like stereotypical gay character is very weird. Yeah. And we talked a little bit of, we talked before the show about this and like the general thing we did is like, yeah, Seiji is, there's like, even in this episode, there is like an, there is a lot more to him than just like, ah, the gay guy that's going to break up the friendship. But it and as Santaro says, don't don't like yeah, don't like fun Centa- of the guy. Like, don't get upset at the guy if you don't know him. Yeah, like like and like it's great, but like they do just like layer it up front of like ah here he is and he's making you uncomfortable, haha. Right, and exactly. It's like, yeah, and like sure, have your flamboyant character like you know portraying a character as flamboyant, it's not homophobic, but just like when they're rea- like you know it's played for a laugh and like a cheap one, and it sucks. And, you know, the character deserves better. And it just feels like this... Sh- and, and, like, it almost feels, like, mechanical and just, like, well, this is, like... This we, is what we like, do. This is, what, this is what's expected, I guess. Even yeah, if not really, because, like, there have been specifically, like, anime that have featured, like, queer characters in positive roles since the fucking start of anime. So, like, I don't even really like that reasoning. Well, and the... And, like, the... So, like, this was also something we mentioned, or, uh, yeah, you and I mentioned when we were talking about it before, like, one of the really interesting things about about this character is, like, Siji is also the, like, he's the introduction of rock as a, as a yeah. way of, like, and, like, historically speaking, rock as a way of, like, diluting jazz is a thing. Yeah, like, that's a, gr- like, if you want, like, that to be, like, a, the, yeah, like, that is the thing that, and that, like, really is the, what is driving the wedge between, like, their friendship. Right. In, it, like, in Richie's mind, not in reality. Um, so, like, <laughs> if that's, like, fine, it just sucks that, like, this is how your, this character is introduced because yeah. every, because every subsequent time he's on screen, you have to go, like, is this going to be handled well? And even when it is handled decently enough, it's just, like, Oh shit! Like, hopefully it'll be that way next time. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. It's um, like it's like the first time in this whole show where I've been like, yeah. that is a bummer. What's happening here? Yeah, um, which is which is you know good for them for being that good this long, but like also good for them that like when you saw this, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, right. You could you could actually notice yeah. that it sucked instead of saying yeah. like, the show has been doing this the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's a bummer. It's not not great. But and you know, like Seiji deserved better. Like yeah. Seiji's got a lot of cool stuff going on. And I, um, yeah, I totally agree. Seiji does have a lot of cool stuff going on. And the yeah. the the way that it introduces like the Beatles and like all mm-hmm. that stuff going on, like it's it's super smart because I think like yeah. the you know this episode is really the rock episode in in some ways. I don't know, man. This is the clamming episode. Okay, yeah. Well. Yes, I say in some ways because mostly it's the clamming episode, yeah. but the like it's the rock episode in that like this is the first time we see that show up, and I feel like there's mm-hmm. a version of the show that could be just like, yeah, we're just gonna ignore rock. Like rock doesn't yeah. exist right now. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not interested in rock. Like this is, this is a jazz show. We're just gonna talk about jazz, and like yeah. instead it is like it's a historical moment. Like yeah, yeah. No, rock existed. Like that was like a thing, and we have to handle uh-huh. it. So now that now, now that again we've showed everyone how um, not homophobic we are, we definitely we, I think we straight we away definitely haven't that. made any mistakes. Um, just perfect. This day, this is the best way to talk about this stuff, right? Um, I hope so. I uh, yeah. 
you if, know what? I mean, if we did, like, if if we did fuck up, you know, please let us know. Let us know. Yeah, uh, don't don't yeah. worry. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't have my wife yell at you in a store about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So anyway, um, episode starts. You know, it's the new school year. Uh, we learn that Centaur is not in class with Richie and Ritzko, uh, and he's you know sad on the floor on the ground, you know, chewing straw about it because he's in the rambunctious class. And it's like, um, it's actually like really hard. Like it's, it, uh, this is one of the moments where Richie has a reaction that like, I probably would have had to like kind of rag on him about it. Like, like, mm-hmm. you know, be jocular or whatever. And he, uh, Ritsuko basically says like, no, this is like the first time this has ever happened to him. Yeah. He's not handling, he's not going to handle this well. Yeah. Like he has no, like it's a thing of like Richie's thing is like, you know, it is that reinforcement, like, you know, later in this episode, it comes back up, like, heavy, where it's just like, ah, I don't have friends and all that. Um, and, like, he's, like, giving Centaur a hard time, and she's just like, hey, no, dipshit, like, listen. <laughs> this is like... He's going through that thing that you're feeling. Um, and you don't think anyone else can feel, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, as they're settling into uh, classes and stuff, you know, we get, like, the near-immediate, like... Ah, uh, there's a fight in class ten, um, and you know, instant cutting to Centaro knocking some dipshit out on the boxing club. <laughs> um, you know, so Centaro all alone in class, sad face. Centaro still winning fights, smiley face. That's exactly correct. Yeah. Um, and then you know they're heading back down to class. It's like ah, your face is all jacked up, dude. Let's. Um, Before you then, see Yuriko, let's like. Well, yeah, and then like he sees Yurika. Um, He's like, you know, I'm I'm Centaur. I'm gonna go over to her, and then uh, Richie shows off uh, the New Year New Richie campaign uh, <laughs> with a promise to be seventy percent more chill. And he's like, Hey, you should go to the infirmary and Ritz go like, go like, you know, with him. And like, in in his mind, it's like, he's and he is like, Ah, oh, my heart still hurts a little, but you know, it's it's fine. It'll work out. Again, not thinking that either of these two other characters have any agency or feelings. Um, well, yeah, it's like yeah, or well, like he thinks he like knows exactly like oh they're gonna go to the infirmary and you know be in a relationship by the time out by the time they're out of it. Um, <laughs> so it's like it's bad. It's like you know better than you know what he's done, but we're, it's a growth process, right? Baby steps. It is. I um, mean, it is a moment of baby steps because it's also it's also him because one of the things we didn't mention was when. When uh, they're in Tokyo, um, mm-hmm. he, Richie notices that um, one of the things in um, in uh, Brother Jun's uh, mail, because he has a ton of mail that he hasn't picked uh, up, yeah. is... Um, I did bring it up on purpose, but thank you, Trevor. Oh, no problem. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up on purpose, but yeah. okay. Uh, is uh, a letter from Yurika. So, yeah. like... Richie notices this, uh, Centaur well, does not. And so, yeah, like, yeah. this is, like, he basically is, like, oh, maybe I should, like, make sure, like, I, you know, I might have to let him down easy here. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, so, um, well, so I was going to bring it up in this scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Me. But, uh, yeah, so uh, the New Year New Richie campaign immediately faces his first hurdle with uh, Eureka's, like, Hey, what do you think of my art? Um, <laughs> and you know she's got this, you know, very stylized painting of, you know, Centaur with the cool eyes. Um, you know, um, I think he's 
do they say specifically that he's supposed to be Nero? It's not, uh, just... it's a, um, oh, not Nero. It's, it's not Achilles. Uh, it's the one who's in love with the, oh yeah, the no, it's the Greek. Myth- okay. It is the Greek mythology thing. Yeah. yeah, not, yeah. I not forget the, who it's supposed to be. Roman that's where we meet. Or... That's where we meet. Um, uh, uh, Seiji. Yeah. Seiji. Thanks. Um, I keep forgetting but, his name. Um, yeah, it's, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're learning all these names. You'll get used to it. Um, you'll, you'll learn that you just have to learn a character's first name and you can replace their last name with the show they're from. And everyone <laughs> will understand what you mean. Like I'm not like I'm not doing a bit like that's that's what I do you know Karama Yu Yu Hakusho you know what that means, um, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, but um, so, so yeah, so you know she's like oh, I don't really know about art. She and then Eureka says like ah oh, painting and jazz they're like cousins, which and she says like oh I heard that from someone, <laughs> which is just a nightmare th- like this like ah i've got the canvas and you've got the it's like what like i mean it's what it's like saying? very high schooler trying to say that like everything is connected i don't know if it's doing that intentionally but it's just very out there which i guess maybe it's you know maybe they're like trying to pause it like oh yeah i remember yurka's little rich girl but again i think i might be reading too much into that and yeah a thing that doesn't work. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of like, a, it, it's a very classic sort of thing of like, what are we doing if not both uh, living in the moment? Um, yeah. And, and your canvas is the moment of you playing and my canvas is this painting. Yeah. And it's just but like, then, Richie doesn't, she's like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Richie's like, I guess. Anyway, brother June, right? <laughs> and, you know, he's the flashback of the letter that was stuffed in the envelope. And right. He's just like, yeah, we've no idea where he's been, and like any, like if you were from him, um, and sh- and she's just like, ah, well, there. I hope he didn't miss a very important letter. Um, <laughs> what, yeah, one of the one of the weirder lines. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, we know what she's talking about. Yes. but um, it is, it, you know, if Richie didn't know, it would be it would be weird. Yeah, I hope um, he didn't miss a really yeah. important letter. I don't. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, this is yeah. This is where Seiji is formally introduced with just this wonderfully animated um, bit of Greek mythology. Just a, a brief primer, you know, turning into turning into a tree out of spite is uh, you have to respect it. You that have is to respect that is it. so Greek. Yeah, it's the most uh, which Greek is your thing you can which do. is the newest no cartridge podcast. That is That's so Greek. Greek. Yeah, I'm just I'm really Trevor trying to branch and out. Fox, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's right. We um, we talk about all the cool Greek political parties. Yeah. Trevor's uh, been elected the head of Syriza. What? Yeah, it's it's kind of it's more of just like being a part of a club. It's not that much yeah. of a big deal. Um, but yeah, so he's introduced here, and like the the basic idea is like he's just very enthusiastic. Um, yeah. And instantly, I mean, this is where it's a bummer. Instantly, you're just like, oh, and he's he's quite gay. Yeah. Well, I, well, because this is like you know he's. You know, wearing a prink ape apron, um, and you just see Richie and Centara be like, "What? This is uncomfortable." Uh, it's not a not a good moment. No, no. But this kind of like so, Centaro finds out that that Seiji is in his class. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like, all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, maybe we could be friends." Uh, not Centaro. Seiji says that. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that happens a. L- Do th- I think they. 
do they find out that they're in each other's class? Because there's the thing about Centaur's date that shows up later. But is there a thing I before thought they that? Fi- I thought they found out that he's in class 10 where they're just like, oh, I'm in class Oh, no, you're totally right. Yeah. They're totally right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. It's tough um, to keep this episode in order, I think. Yeah, and my, my notes have entered like shorthand at this point, which I'm, uh, for, uh, I would like a good to remember that I'm very good at thinking that I'm a lot better at reading my own shorthand <laughs> than I think I am. Well, this, I mean, this episode's uh, great and all, but, like, one of the things about it is it is a lot of, like, there are, like, three or four different plot lines that yeah. kind of update on their own schedule. Yeah, the, <laughs> like, you know, these, the, like, these past two episodes, they're dense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this one is uh, dense so, with plot, I would say. Yeah. The previous one is dense with, like, signification or significance yeah. of the characters. Um. So, yeah, we get the first... And, the, oh, and then after this, we get our first taste of the sound of music slash my favorite things with just like very subtle and slight subtext of how Ritsuko feels when she says like, oh, I didn't see this movie because I thought I could always see it whenever I wanted. Uh, you know, I guess very, I'm really dumb. She says. Yeah, I very. Um, and in case like you couldn't understand what she's saying, the next scene is like Richie playing on the piano right. and then Centauro starts playing on the drums and makes my favorite things um, way better than it has ever sounded. Yeah, before. actually good. Yeah, um, I really liked it, uh, which is not yeah. how I usually feel about my favorite. things. No. What do you think about the sound of music, Trevor? Not a big fan. Yeah, not either. That was one of the like my mom played it a lot but like not for anyone it was just like just here's on. our tv and vhs player uh you know we don't have like we don't have a ton of vhs's that aren't my son's you know bootlegs so <laughs> nobody wants to hear the devil man fan dubs right now i guess so sound of music uh i want to um, hear the devil man fan dubs man i will send you the devil man fan du- I, i'm sure i've sent them to you before but I, the the like the popular ones on YouTube, I don't think are like the ones I had, but just the cursing is so good. It's great. Devil man. One Go. of my, one of the first things that I watched and really, really enjoyed and then like could yeah. not find any of it, which kind of yeah. killed my enthusiasm Go, a little bit. Go and a guy's a legend, you know, that's he's, what I, that's what I hear so much. Yeah. Um, but, um, anyway, anyway, so yeah, sound of music, you know, yeah, it comes up. Everyone seems to yeah. like it. I liked the jazz version a lot. Very yeah. good. Centaro, as always, great at everything he does. Yeah, that's great exactly man. right. That's exactly correct. Um, cult of personality around this person. Um, I liked the moment in, the, in when they're playing uh, Sound of Music where Richie says, or Richie has a brief second of thinking, like, maybe I'll try and play this for Ritsuko. And, like, like, and he basically stops himself and says, like, no, I had my shot. He yeah. just wants to say, like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, there's growth, you know. <laughs> if he did know. it, that would be really, really rough. Yeah. Uh, like, it's good that you are starting to realize, like, this is weird. But before Richie can, like, do spend too much time on that self-interrogation, um, Centaro's like, hey, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm going on the date. What's, what's up? Um... Uh, and Rich, like Richie, again, wanting to set him and Ritz go up is just like, you're a novice. You want to know my advice? Don't, Don't go, go on, on the, the date. date. <laughs> well, the <laughs> other the other weird thing about this, like this date is it's one of those classic like. I don't know, dude. I don't think this is a date. <laughs> like, 
where, well, where? Well, yeah. So we got to. So yeah. So um, and then like Richie is just like, oh, this is a great like reason to fuck with my friend. I'll just like give him a bunch of reasons why this isn't gonna work out. And then we get the, the you know, got the skip right to Richie real like walking around town and realizing like, ah, Centaur and your car on a date. Let me watch a little bit. Um, and then you just see you know. Centaro on the roof posed like the last panel of Ashida no Joe, just going like, yeah, the day was going pretty well until I brought up Brother June. And then like, we had a lot of fun talking about Brother June, but you know, in his head, like <laughs> he knows, he doesn't, <laughs> yeah, right. well, it's like, he, and I feel bad because like, he knows that she likes Brother June and not him, but like, he doesn't, and like, there, there's the really good scene of Brother June is wearing so like the thing that comes up is like it's Brother June's coat that he has and then, then like the flashback explaining how cool he was in high school you know you see him wearing the hat that Centaro um, that was such a good touch wears. and it's that. like been very established up to this point that uh, Centaro knows that Brother June is cool as fuck um, so um, so, you, so yeah so like you know you can tell that like he knows deep down uh, like yeah, she doesn't really like me, but you never want to admit that to yourself. No, and I think oh, like yeah. you know, this is this is just like a, it's a tough moment on the date for him because like, she's asking him to pick out whatever he wants that's like expensive, and he doesn't want to do yeah. that. It's like it, it's kind of a, it's rough. Like it's a, it's a rough moment for him. Yeah, um, and then you know Richie, Richie shows up and like it's again. This is Richie, like Richie's in his growth phase because it starts off like, ah, day went well, right? You're doing super great, you know, making it so that Centaro is the one that has to be like, nah, man. Um, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, to I told you that this would be shit. Um, and then he, you know, crosses the line of saying like, ah, you little, like being the rich kid telling his poor friend like, yeah, never had a chance with her. She's out of your league, dude. Got a bank account like mine. Um and Which, you know, realizing after his friend storms off that he's gone too far. Yeah, Satara's a little despondent at this, storms off. Um, and who can yeah. blame him? Yeah, and then, you know, like, Seiji's there, you know, in class, and this is like, ah, I, like, I, you know, heard you were on a date with Eureka. Do you want to know what Eureka thinks? Um, and, I mean, I think he's... I think he's being honest when, like, he tells like what Eureka has told him. I don't think you do. You, you think know. so? I thought he was buttering him up. I mean, to be I think he, I think he's probably like embellishing it a little bit because you know he does have his ulterior rock motives, but I don't think he's like fully fabricating this. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he's like, a, yeah, she, dude, she wants you to hold her hand next date. Come on, bro, you're doing great, and you know, helps Centaur lie to himself that yeah, you know, he's got this. He's got this. I'm so sad. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, immediately we're back at practice and Centaro has broken his own rule that only jazz can be in this um, practice area by bringing in a fucking Beatles record. And it's Meet the Beatles, too. It's just yeah. like the the lowest tier Beatles record yeah. you could want. And, and Richie is just absolutely like apoplectic at like, what are you? Why? How are you? Which is like great because like that shows that Richie is fully at that like Ross Duthot level of like <laughs> a new convert, where instead of like Catholicism, it's jazz, which you know much better. I mean, yeah, if you, I, I would rather have someone um, just yelling at me about Bill Evans than like yeah the sanctity of the Trinity. And or you know, oh, we forgot to mention like that the one of the first things in the episode is like, ha, Richie, you look like Bill Evans. 
Um, oh, that was good. so good. A good a good visual gag. I never thought I'd meet Bill Evans here. Yeah, <laughs> very good. But um, yeah. Um, and you know, you just see like Richie, like the abandonment issues Richie has. Cause, like he knows like where that came from. Um, um, like starts creeping in. But then we just like cut to the next day, um, and at at some way in medical checkup at school i don't really know what that is um yeah that was like a physical like a school-wide physical uh, yeah like maybe? a physical examination i mean that's not the important uh, it's like it's only it's important because of like a plot contrivance that shows up but um or not contrivance but um like say jesus like hey bro you listen to the record and and centaur's just like i tried dude but all these like screaming people at the front just fucking no um, and they have like their talk about you know Seiji's like yeah I want to get famous that's the point right yeah um, and Centaur's like no like I'm doing this like because I love music why would I want to like why are you doing that and then Seiji's like well I'm one of nine brothers and it's like the underwear thing and he's got the star um, all that because it's like that's oh, the only way I can make sure that nobody takes mine and yeah like, and then he says fi- and then he says oh I uh I, they call me the like the worthless one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I want to become famous so that hey, we're not stuck in poverty anymore, and I can show that the worthless one came through in the end. Um, which like obviously you know immediately gets to Centauro like oh yeah no bro I, like I don't I I don't fuck with the Beatles but I fuck entirely with that vision. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It, we find out that we find out that um, CG is starting a rock band at this point, right? Am I, yeah, get, am um, I jumping ahead, or is that like a little? But I mean, I don't think it's like you know, too like it's not enough that it matters, right? Like right. there's the Maori's in it, and then there's like the guitarist, and it's like, ah, oh, who's gonna be our drummer? And CG's like, Nah, man, don't worry about it. I'll You're tell gonna you who's gonna be the drummer. Yeah, I, I got this handled. Um, yeah. Um, and then, you know, back in the Centauro zone, you know, he goes up to Ritzko. I was like, Hey, want to go plant? Like you want to, or it's like, Oh, are you doing anything tomorrow? And, you know, she's like, Oh, is this? And then it's the immediate, like, well, I got to take care of the, my, like the siblings. Um, you know, let's yeah. go clamp. Like, you know, let's get, you know, you help out. Let's go clamming. Or he sees Richie. He's like, yeah, Richie, you're going to come too. We're going to go clamming right and i've said clamming so many fucking times because i have to you know uh, you know you have to you get stuck on a word in the podcast well and they say clamming about a thousand times in the episode that's fair where it's just like constant and richie's like what's clamming i don't understand yeah it's like oh you don't know what clamming is wow (laughs) you buffoon it's when you just collect a bunch of clams on the beach but it's a, but it's a, but it's a manly competition we're gonna have a competition it's gonna be fun yeah and it seems fun initially yeah well, and they get there, and then Seichi is just like, oh, you know, you learn Seichi is there. How did he show up? Who can say? Um, and he just immediately goes on an incredibly, uh, like, aggressive, like, politician-level charm offensive <laughs> of, like, ah, oh, hey, kids, you like these clams? You can go get some razor clams over here. It's like, ah, oh, you're, you're Ritsuko. I've heard so much about you from uh, Eureka. Ah, oh, you're, uh, you're as pretty as you said you were. You know, just, right, yeah. <laughs> just incredible... Like, you get why he's doing it, but it's still, like, watching is like, damn, that's... You're oh, committed you there. right yeah. here. Yeah. 
Um, and, um, like Richie, uh, and, and you know, like Richie's like still like what? Although here it's like a more understandable thing, right? Like it's like well, it's yeah, because like, he just like, showed up at the beach. <laughs> He's very yeah, like confused. showed up at the beach and is like you know he's taking that like you know dominating the conversation all that and like you know Richie's abandonment issues have been popping up again. Oh, so, and they pop apart here. Yeah, uh, but Santaro delivers that like, hey man, you don't know jack shit about this kid. Just like be chill, which Richie absolutely cannot do he can however go uh dig for clams by himself all day yeah but well like like originally like ritzko's still with him and she's like hey you want to go over to them and he's like no <laughs> uh and like you, you start like i'm being a dick but like i do feel bad because like he's getting the flashbacks and like you realize like oh this is more than just like in this moment right? yeah he like, starts to feel that like it, trauma. it hadn't come up since the um, beginning but he starts to feel that yeah. nausea that led him yeah. to from the first episode yeah yeah um and and it's like that's when you realize like oh this isn't just like haha for jokes like this is like like we're in a heavy like we're in a heavy scene time. yes um yeah um and you know and then like uh seiji like this this part's like actually funny and i like it is like uh maru and the other member of the band are like oh wait you want centaro like he's super scary <laughs> and then seiji does basically a word for word where you're like don't judge the guy until you know him yeah he's uh, not that bad yeah uh i mean we know centaro is a perfect human being yeah and anyone um, who thinks otherwise was as clearly not met the is, man. A, is a is a cop yeah like, full or, stop. or a, yeah um, excuse me right yeah, uh, cop jacketing like is is gross and all but like you like you, let's just be real you or are. loves a um, or loves trains i mean <laughs> i don't because i don't think that mauro is a cop uh, okay yeah yeah mauro yeah we like mauro um <laughs> uh but yeah no so like this is also the moment in like the worst possible moment where um, Centaro, not thinking anything of it, basically says like, hey, man, like uh, I'll totally do your like I listen to Beatles a little bit. They're pretty cool. Like, it's fine. He's like, I'm not like in love with it, but I'll be in your band if you want for the. Well, no, it's it's worse than that. Right. Because Richie's like alone digging up his clams and Centaro's like, oh, how you doing, chief? And then Richie's like, well, I've been alone, so I've dug up so many clams i'm not gonna lose to you and like they're having a moment and like hanging out and then seichi comes is like you listen to it and yeah i was like yeah i'll be in your band um which just like you know richie turns this fourth of july into the fourth of shit uh, <laughs> upon hearing that he really does like he calls him a pig like he also sent like a pig's ass you know he says um, he says uh, in a pig's ass like like, like even like even yeah. more even weirder where it's like yeah it's not even like he's yelling at him or calling him a weird name he's saying like you'll join that band in a pig's ass you will yeah it's like, that's, um it yeah comes up like throw, <laughs> yeah throws his yeah bucket of clams into the sea um storms off um just real like completely self-destructive um and like you see Ritzko and I'm like going like what like hey come back here like let's talk this through but he's on the bus and the bus going and it like this is the moment where you realize like this is like a legitimately like very sad moment yeah it's rough you see uh, like especially once he gets on the bus because you see that Richie's developed enough like to realize like fuck like I fucked up here 
And like, and you know, it's informed because like, you know, he's remembering like when his students are like, when he's had people go like, oh yeah, we'll definitely send letters. They're like, oh, it'll only be like two weeks. We won't see each other. And like, you know, never see them again to fruition. And obviously the stuff with his dad yeah, and you know, the mom and like, like that's like, and, and like, he's just seeing this happen again and he just like feels powerless. Where does that thing of like, because Richie has had the growth since the first episode, like it is that much more like painful for him yeah definitely Um, and like i think the other thing about it is like it is it's hard to it's it's hard to watch because he knows that he's making a mistake but he also just like does that classic thing of being like well i got this far on my own i'll be fine moving forward yeah and he's like no dude no don't do it yeah Uh, it's not the last episode though but it does have the totally heartbreaking line which i posted because it was too heartbreaking which was like um whenever i'm away from him it feels so terrible or something like that yeah, like, oh. who's got, got that heartache? And it's and it's sad. Like yeah. like this, you know, we're halfway through the show, and it's you know worse than where we started, basically. Um, and it sucks. And I think like one um, of the, one of the things that's like done very well here is you you get the kind of feeling. And he says this earlier, where he's like he's at the piano, and I think it's when it's earlier in the episode. He's at the piano by himself, and he says to himself, "He's like, why am I anxious? Because like all yeah. that's all that's." Like the only thing that could be a problem for him is that, you know, he's somehow screwed up his friendship with Centaro, which he refuses to admit is like a, a thing that would make him anxious. Yeah. He's like, well, why am I feeling this anxiety? Like, what is bugging me so much? And it's Centaro like, is definitely not the most important person in my life by a wide margin. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. all he's thinking about is like the teen boy thing, which is like, well, yeah. the only important person in my life could be a girl. Um, yeah. And like. It's the moment where he's basically like, oh, right. Like, this friendship is extremely important to my life. And yeah. I kind of, I might have screwed it up. And you know what? It's fine. I've, yeah. I've, I've he, lived this long without friends. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's in that full fatalist mode, which, yeah. again, you know, been there. It's, yeah. You know, not a good place to stay. But yeah. yeah, like, I crack jokes about Richie. Like, I, you know, I've said this before, but again, repeating everything you say on a podcast. Because talking into a microphone makes you at least 40% dumb. Oh, always, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, outside of him doing sex creepiness, like, I most of the shit that Richie's doing is like, yeah, fuck, I remember that shit. Fuck. <laughs> right, right. Fuck. Right. And, yeah, um, and it's like... It's hard to it's hard to decide who and, and maybe this is another example of the the thing being written well. It's hard to decide who you are in in this, at least for me. Like I was looking at it initially, I was like, Well, I really I mean I'm Centaur. We established that in the first episode. But like there are some points where I'm like, I really relate with Richie, and then I'm like, Well, Centaro's just like an oaf who doesn't like sometimes just kind of like an oaf who can't pick up things around him or does and doesn't act on them correctly. I'm like, Well, that's also me. And it's like everyone's me. This is this is hard. <laughs> Trevor sees himself and, you know, you see yourself in the fiction. That's good. Yeah, well, that, no, it's, it is it is good. I mean, it's, it, they're, they're I mean, very, very C- three-dimensional characters. Centaro is basically that Rob Wisman post about dumb leftists. <laughs> it's like, like, well, hey, man, I don't, I barely know how to read. I, you know, not this, but I care about other people and I want them to, like, have the best life that they can. So Centaro you know. is. Centaro is basically uh, like a Rob Wiseman uh, like in that way. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they have a lot in common. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a sad ending. Um, I will say uh, I saw a comment on the next episode that said the jam session is amazing in it. So 
uh, if you're following with us and you're depressed, uh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, skip right ahead. You know, Just, I mean, yeah, this is it is like I when I I first watched this show like you know week to week and then the time before this I watched it it was just like a weird fugue state of like over like less than 24 hours mm-hmm. but like um but so like watching it in this like way it's like oh the first three episodes are really grouped together and these episodes are like you know it's like ah <laughs> maybe they planned this people do storytelling in arcs what the fuck I thought they did it um, in like I, I keep seeing these complex graphs on Twitter. I assume that's how everyone did storytelling. <laughs> oh, are you talking about that weird diamond thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> Such a nightmare. God. Uh bastard man. Um Oh so, so sorry, and we we haven't actually talked about the actual end of the episode. Oh yeah, the which you see Ritzko's dad, Mr. McKay. Um Ritzko's dad. Yeah, um, you can just stick to that. I, I don't know any better. Yeah, um, at a is at a bar. Like he has a like a like he says his name in an omaki, and I can just go on any list and, um, like you know, see his full name and like his blood type and all that. Um, but you know, Ritzko's dad. Um, like he's at the bar, and the barkeep's like, "Hey, look who's here!" And it is just a very disheveled, long hair, don't care, bearded up brother June. You know, yeah, and that's where we leave it. We're like, yeah. oh, geez, Brother Jun is not in a good place right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and a few things I forgot to... Uh, now that we've talked about all this heavy stuff, a few things I forgot to... Uh, at the beginning of this episode, Richie is very nice to Maru, and it's the fucking moment we've been waiting for since he told him that radio sucks shit in the first episode. It's so he's nice. Just, <laughs> just Yeah, he's just like, hey, you're the reason Centaur was on the train, right? And Mar's like, oh, yeah, what I'm about so it? sorry. Like, Richie's just like, had the time of my life, dude. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> His smile. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, that is a nice moment. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, like, honestly, the clamming moment, like, you realize watching it, like if you, you know, if you're watching it as like, you know, an intelligent person watching a yeah. show, you realize that this is not going to be as good as the uh, previous beach run that these friends were on. Yeah. It's not like they're going to, you know, put the band back together and it's going to be perfect or whatever. Oh, but wait. And, you're just like, honestly, oh, hey, cool. Oh, yeah, finish, like, finish your part. Yeah, beaches. Right. <laughs> like this was fun the first time around. Yeah. And then Fourth of July becomes the fourth of shit. Right. Exactly. Um, but no, and also er, like earlier in this episode, even like when Centaro and Ritzko are in the infirmary, um, like you you see like how Centaro thinks and what could explain him going like, oh yeah, Seiji needs me more than like um, thing was like, you know that internalized lack of self worth because right. you know you have an abusive family situation and have been bullied, um, where he just goes like, hey Ritzko, take care of Richie a lot more than me. Uh, so sad. Which is, it's like real hard, like a real bummer. Um, yeah, just devastating. Um, yeah, and the only other note I took uh, that wasn't just like synopsis is, hey, do you know what TPO is? Uh, time, place, occupation. Sure, but like that's one of the like when when um, Richie is fucking with Centaro about like the date uh, before the date. He's like, ah, do you even know what TPO is? And I'm like, shit, man, I don't. So, and like, I've done fine. Centaro's got this. That was such Centaro's a. is physically powerful. Such a weird, like, pickup pick up artist moment where he's like, how are you going to remember TPO when you're with this princess? Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, what, dude? Look. Yeah, Richie has some Richie. weird understandings of what makes you an alpha. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Richie's, you know, his dad, like, it is the thing of, like, once we actually, like, see the dad, there, like, what, like, now it's like, oh, dad does have huge divorced guy energy, and it's not like it, and, like, we know his aunt's not, you know? Yeah. Richie, like, the positive role models in Richie's life that we know of, Ritzko's dad, which, Ritzko's dad rules, but, you know, there's some obvious you know, issues with that. With, with um, uh, you know, your role model being your crush's dad. Yeah. Um, um, and then his mom, who, you know, we're big fans of, but he's met her once. Um, <laughs> so, Yeah, you know, it could go better. Yeah. Not, you know, Richie, you know, like disillusioned 14-year-olds that end up, like, watching 700 hours of Ben Shapiro... Like, Richie's not had a good infrastructure to learn. No, and we have to assume he will at some point. Yeah. I got, God, God, I hope so. But yeah, no, he, the the growth of the characters in these three episodes is really, is really great. And I think the, the fact that it's not just leading towards all positivity is like a real mark mm-hmm. of distinction in this show. Because I think the idea of wanting to create a, an like a slice of life anime that, um, either is like unrealistic in how, uh, you know, um, wacky is the wrong word, but like, um, dramatic it is, or mm-hmm. that has a sense of, um, or slice of life media. I can't speak to anime, but media for right. sure. Um, that is like a little more positive than it should be like afraid to actually like have some of the growth be towards things that aren't immediately happy. Um, this show is not worried about that at all. Um, which is cool. And, and if you're liking that, Trevor, we can just fast track. March comes in like a lion. Oh, boy. Ah, that sounds. I... You know how like most shows about depression are like, ah, here's how this one character like deals with it. And eventually they learn how to handle it. Uh, March comes in like a lion is great because it's like, OK, cool. We've all seen those shows. Here's how you deal with your depression and like interact with other people who have their own shit going on. Congrats. <laughs> I mean, sounds good. It's great, it, and it's legitimately great. Um, more, it's un, underwatched because, I mean, you know, there's no way to explain it without going like, yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a show about yeah. depression. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, no. I'm, and shogi. It's a, spo- it's a sports anime, and, all, and sports anime, by definition, the best kind. Very good anime, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to the next three since you you've mm-hmm. talked them up so well uh, and I want to see what uh, happens. And by talking them up so well, I sent you one thing that I wanted you to read. Um, you know, just a, a basic primer of hey, what was going on in the '60s in Japan? Uh, and Very send cool. an offhand like, uh, don't feel too bad about being a sleepy boy tonight. My favorite episodes are next week anyway. I'm really excited. I mean, honestly, yeah. those two things together though, good reasons to be excited. <laughs> Like, I want to know about politics in Japan in the 1960s, and I want to... It's good. Like, yeah. The history of Japan is, like, fascinating. I took a history of Japan course in college. I didn't do great yeah. in it, but I enjoyed it. We didn't get to yeah, the modern you, era, so I know... You, you just said, like, well, it was a big imperial power, and then it just stopped being that, and I'm sure that the transition was fine. That's, that's, yeah, that's right. We got right up to I'm the sure it was Edo. allowed to we have got, a transition. We got right up to the, the, the Edo period, and they said, yeah. and everything else was fine. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a happy ending. We all like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of being a sleepy boy, I think it's about yeah. that time. 
Piss, thank you for being Never. here tonight. Any uh, final th- thoughts? Th- um, uh, this ended up being longer than our previous episode. Yeah, we meant to make it shorter. <laughs> oh, I was I was going into this happy, like, all right, we're only going to have, like, a little, like, you know, general podcast, like, start of the episode introduction. Just get through these three episodes and get out. No, but then, but then it's the, then it became you and I had a conversation, and hopefully people like people it. People love it. That's the thing. I, I I'm to understand people like that about podcasts, but I mean, what? who who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I had fun anyway. So not 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 my problem if no one else did. Uh, and that's no, how I live problem, my life, Trevor. Hmm? People don't give you enough money. Where can people give oh, you money? Oh, there you go. And where can people give me money so they can hear the last episode of this show? Or if we want and, to, the next and the episode. the last episode of every show we yep, do that's on, right. this, on, on this show. Uh, that's that's a smooth flowing sentence. That worked. Uh, it's on patreon.com slash no cartridge. Um, it's, been, it's been growing a little bit recently, which is a positive yeah, sign. Like a hundred dollars since yeah. I last checked. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna really hope that uh, it keeps doing that because uh, – I mean, I think especially this should uh, energize people. People seem into it, and I'm glad. I'm I'm enjoying making it. People seem to be enjoying listening to it. I even got. I know you didn't expect this, but I got positive comments on you, piss. So Uh, you know. I mean, I the uh, uh, like if we can like my favorite comments have just been from um, my friends talking about that whole like thank you for just being upfront about how you know non-white people have always liked anime but my favorite was just from one friend just going like yeah i like that you do it but also anyone that needs examples of this is like a it's like beyond help so it's like ah thank you well there you go Um, because i was talking about like ah like all these you know like sergio aguero just has coon on the back of his jersey because that was like his favorite and like that was his nickname because he wouldn't stop watching anime growing up and now he's the like hot, most prolific goal scorer that wasn't born in England in the Premier League. Um, you know, plays for Man City, which is a giant bundle of worms. But the football podcast doesn't start till next year. Oh, so. God. Um, oh, man, I'm going to learn yeah. so much. Uh, Let's talk about Livorno, Trevor, right? Oh, boy. Well, um, same time next week. Same, same time next week. Wonderful. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you were accustomed to.